Lead magnets. Are those the type that like you stick on your fridge? Yes. We're going to talk about lead magnets. Like how you stick on your fridge. Perfect. How do you know you're so smart? <laughs> Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right, everyone. I'm so... Um... We're going to talk about a lead magnet. So basically what I want to talk to you about with the lead magnet is a lead magnet is something that you give, you give somebody something of value in order to get their information back from them. Okay. The idea behind lead magnets is that you want to be able to own people's information. All right. So um, whether unless you're buying leads from like Zillow or from other lead sources, um, sometimes generating leads can be difficult. So when you offer somebody something of value, then they're more likely to give you the information. But I want to talk to you not just about lead magnets, but about the strategy behind a lead magnet, okay? And and the strategy is going to be the same thing I talk about all the time. And that is basically um, have the serve, not sell mentality, all right? Serve, not sell mentality, number one. And number two, you have to date your audience before you get married, so to speak. So in other words, whenever you meet somebody then you, and you at a party or you meet them at a, you know, if they're a friend and you just think they're super cute and you wanna, you know, you wanna hook up with them, you don't just go up to them and say, let's get married. You date them for a while, right? You text and then you have, you start phone calling, you video chat, you go to breakfast, you go to lunch, you start hugging, you hold hands, you kiss, you get engaged, you get married and then, Bam, right? All the good stuff happens. So the point is, is that I want you to understand that you want to date your audience before you ever ask anybody for anything. They're much more likely to give you what you want. Like you're much more likely to give you the information when they've developed a relationship with you. Okay. So one of the, um, one of the things that most people do is they'll just throw something out there and expect for people to want to download it or give them their information. But I want you to think about yourself and how you feel when somebody is asking for your information, right? If somebody wants you to, down, to give you their name and your phone number and your email address, you're like, hold on a second. You know, who are you? I don't know you. Are you going to spam me? Are you going to sell my information? What are you going to do with it? It's in unless you feel very comfortable and very safe, correct? Have you guys ever experienced that? Okay. Also, um, with lead magnets, research shows when I first started coaching three years ago, the average time um, that it would take for someone before they would actually click on your ad or click on your lead magnet would be about 12 touches. They would have need to have been exposed to you about 12 times. That is almost tripled. So in three years, that amount, that number is almost tripled according to recent, recent research. And the reason being is because people are bombarded constantly with stuff, with advertisements, right? They're just constantly being bombarded and they're getting more and more weary um, uh, to give people their information, okay? So we want you to date and um, and flirt before you actually, you know, get 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 married and get engaged. So that's how I want you to think about your content. So how what does that look like? That looks like creating content, serving, not selling, giving value, right? Giving as much value as possible, just helping people with their life, tips, tricks, hacks. And remember, everything does not have to be real estate related. It does not always have to be real estate. Okay, you can. Um, 
Like for example, let's just say you are a um, you're you're a great barbecuer, and you've got you know this great barbecue recipe, or you've got trips on how to make trick tips on and tricks on how to make your meat taste super super you know flavorful. You could start creating content regarding that because you're developing a relationship with your community. They're getting to know you. They're getting to like you. They're getting to trust you. You're breaking down their their barriers, and you're developing a relationship with them. Okay, even though you don't know them, the more content that you produce, the more people will start to develop a one-sided relationship with you. It's actually, there's actually, it's, it's called a parasocial relationship, okay? Since we, um, since as young people, we were always exposed to the boob tube in television, our brains have been programmed to see somebody on the other side of a television screen or a phone or a computer or, um, you know, um, a, a video of them and we start to see them as somebody of authority, okay? Think about your the television shows that, that you watch. You start to develop a relationship with, your, with, with the characters, right? You'll cry for them, you'll laugh with them, you'll cheer for them. You feel like you know them. I mean, I was bawling watching The Kingdom the other day. Like, just could not believe they killed the young son. I was just like, ah, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, so sorry, I'm crying <laughs> because I really like this kid, right? It's the exact same thing with you. So. The more somebody develops a relationship with you and feels like they know you, when you ask them for their information, they're going to be more likely to convert. And it's really, really funny because I've got Paula Quinn on here and Kim Renshaw, and I'm going to be showing an example of this in action. Okay. So let's just say that you want sellers right now. Everybody wants sellers. All right. So let me give you an example of some good lead magnets that you might, um, that you might, that you might want to, to give now. So for example, um, I'll show you one here share my screen this is one that we just made for um and this is real estate related but again they don't always have to be real estate related this is an example five tips to winterizing your home like tells them what to do on their home okay this is an example of a lead magnet that somebody could download right you could you could run an ad saying hey if you'd like five tips to winterizing your home give me your contact information but what I want you to understand is that you would not do that first. Okay. That would not be your first step. Your first step would not be sending out a lead magnet first. Your first step would be developing a relationship and making sure that you're targeting the right people. All right. The more that your content speaks directly to somebody, meaning the more that your content. Um, so think about, think about this. So when, when you're, when you're online and um, you see something that interests you, Okay. For example, let's just say you love the 49ers and you see this great thing about the 49ers and you're going to click on it, right? I don't like football. I would never click on the 49ers. So that content, that messaging, that, 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 those videos, those topics would not interest me. But if you are watching a video about the 49ers, most likely you're a 49er fan and you're, or you're interested in football, right? So that's what I want you to start understanding that um, with, with people, when they're engaging with you and when, and when you're creating lead magnets, the idea is to make sure that they're interested before they click, right? So what you would do is you would start, I'm going to show you an example of this. I just got to find it. I had it earlier and somehow I just lost it. So, um, so when, so let me give you an example if you want sellers, okay? That would be a lead magnet, but you wouldn't start with that lead magnet. What you would start with is, I have a pretty little thing to show you and it might look a little confusing, but it's not it just, um, but I want you to start thinking about business and how you're reaching people differently than what you're used to, okay? Especially now that, um, where did it go? Especially now that we are, we have to be online so, so much more, okay? So let me give you an example. I'm gonna show you. Okay, here we go. Perfect. All right. So this is what this would look like. So let's just say 
you're going after sellers and um, you want to have more listings because right now, as we all know, it is a complete seller's market and there's no listings. All right. So what you would do is you would start creating content. Okay. Share. You would start creating content for people to get to know you, like you and trust you. So you would start building, um, creating videos regarding around selling. All right. And that is top of funnel. As people started to watch the videos on selling, then you would continue to send more videos regarding selling. So it looks something like this. Okay. Um, three must when selling your home faster and for, for more money. Now, I would say that is not like the best hook. You always want to have a really good hook whenever you're creating content. A hook is, it means how I want my languaging. I want my, my written words, my copy to really grab somebody's attention. Okay. Um, and then if, then everyone that watched that video, you would then send another video to four essential, um, tips when selling your home faster and for more money. Then what you would do is you could, you could have them click to get a market analysis. Okay. Getting the market analysis, that is a lead magnet. You're saying, Hey, if you give me your information, I'm going to give you a market analysis of your home. So here's kind of what happens when you do that correctly. So here's Kim had three CMA requests this week, two, two step and one, one step. Um, and then we've got Paula. It does come. It's I'm almost overwhelmed with the CMA request and the follow-ups not complaining. Here's Kim got another two step that makes four this week. Um, here is er Erica. So just received my fourth CMA request. That makes two two steps and one one step. What that means is, is that people are, are asking them, they're downloading a form. A two step means they're giving them their name, their phone number, their email address. They're giving them everything, right? Their address. Though that is how you know that those buyer, those sellers are very, very serious. If somebody's willing to give you all of their information, they're giving you all their information because they're like serious about selling, right? And they're much more likely to give you all their information after you've brought them down your funnel, after they've seen other videos, other interests. So you start targeting people, okay? Now, once I target people and they've seen all my videos, I can then retarget people to just a straight, a, a straight lead magnet, right? And then what happens is because they already know me. So now they're in a different audience poll that shows that, um, you know, that they, that they, um, uh, that they have interest in selling, right? Now, you, you can do this with anything. You can do it with buyers, with credit repair. You can do it with your niche within a certain neighborhood. Rem the more, and, and notice these books, okay? I, so this one says, what to expect when selling your Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes home. This one says, what to expect when selling your home. I have another one that says, what to expect when selling your East County home. It's the exact same book. The difference is, is that I changed the title so that my content, the copy, speaks directly to somebody. Okay. Somebody that's living in Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes is going to be like, oh my gosh, I live in Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. That's, that's a book specifically written about Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. I want to read that. Okay. But again, they're much more likely to give you their information. They're much more likely to answer the phone with you. They're much more likely to want to talk to you and not sound so surprised when you call when they know who you are. Okay. Does that make sense? I can't tell you that when you do this long enough, when you start to call people, they're like, oh my gosh, you're you're Krista, like the Krista. Oh gosh, how you doing? They're like excited to talk to you because it's like this little weird kind of weird celebrity status thing that starts happening to you locally because they see your content all the time. Okay. And I mean, it really, really does happen. So what most marketers do is they start with this before ever developing a relationship with, with people. All right. M much lower conversions and it costs a lot more to actually get that lead when you start with that. This is bottom of the funnel, not top. Make sense, everybody? 
Okay. So what are other kind of lead? What are, what should a lead magnet not be? A lead magnet should not be, Hey, I'm so great. You know, hire me. Number one realtor, like the other 50 in my same city that says the exact same thing. That's not a good lead magnet. A lead magnet, you offer value in exchange for somebody's contact information. Okay. You offer value. You start with serve, 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 give them information. Okay. Not selling. So let me see if I can find, Oh, you just scared me. She's, I think she's downstairs, baby. Dude, what are you saying? We can't leave her. Uh, no, she's, she's locked up. She's locked up. Yeah. Okay. Now I can show you some examples of the type of ads that will run like once we actually, you know, once I get to that point. So here's an example of a type of ad that I would run. Right. And you can see here that we have, we reached 3,400 people and we had 428 people click on this ad. Okay, here's another one. And again, this is not the top of funnel, it's bottom of funnel. Here's another one, we reached 6,500 people and we had 294 people click, all right? When people are clicking, that's when they're giving us, that's when they're giving us, um, uh, they're giving me their information. Now, when it says it's a two-step, okay, that's when I make my, that's when we go through that whole process. I, didn't I show you guys the selling process, like what I drop off and all that a couple weeks ago? I did that, right? Yeah, right? Yes. Okay. That's when I, I would start with the video, giving them the video, really going over the CMA and taking it to the next, the next step. All right. Let's talk about other things that lead magnets can be. Lead magnets can be buyer's guides. They can be seller's guides. They can be recipes. They can be school scores. They can be things to do in the neighborhood. They can be best you know, places to take your honey on Valentine's Day. They can be the top 10 um, happy hour spots, right? They can be things to do during the coronavirus with your kids that aren't, you know, that are safe. I mean, you name it. Think about what people want, how you can help them. All of those things I just talked about, which are lead magnets, also are great video ideas, okay? They're also great video ideas. They're not just, um, they're not just lead magnets. They're great video ideas that then can lead into a lead magnet. Does that make sense, everybody? So when with your lead magnets, you want to create things that all, isn't always just real estate, all right? Because you want people to start to, to want to click. Not everyone's always interested in, in real estate. And remember that when you get somebody's information and once somebody clicks, then, then if, you, if you're marketing on Facebook, they will organically also expose your information to them for the next 365 days every time they interact, okay? So now you get more organic reach and you also get more paid reach as well. Make sense? All right. So I really want you to do your best to start. You know, we, we, we need to change our mindset as much as possible regarding how we are marketing to people. Okay. The way that real estate agents have been taught to market, not only is completely outdated, but it is, you can't even do it right now. You can't do the things that you used to do as a real estate agent. You can't hold a buyer or seller seminar in person. You can virtually, right? You can't do an open house. You can virtually. You can't um, go door knocking because people aren't going to let you in, right? You can cold call, but, you know, who likes doing that? Okay. There's much more organic ways to do it. And the thing is, is when once you stop doing this or you stop doing this, what happens is, is that your business stops. So I want you to start thinking about ways that you can remember your content is doing more selling for you than ever before. So I want you to start thinking about ways. How do I make sure that I expose myself consistently to people so I can make a connection so I can convert more buyers and sellers? Let me ask you a question. How many of you, we've been doing this, what, how long now, Jesse? Like two months, three months, probably. How many of you feel like you know me a little bit better now than maybe you did eight weeks ago, right? 
Okay. You do all your hands are up, right? You guys know me. You're seeing me on the other side of the video. All I'm doing right now is adding value and I'm serving. And because of what I'm doing, I've had some of you join my program. Yeah, my higher level program. I haven't asked for anything from you, right? Like Don's raising, Ken's raising his hand. Um, I haven't asked for anything from you, but you, but I'm giving you value. You're seeing me as the authority figure uh, in real estate and in digital marketing. You realize you want more, so you're taking further action. That's exactly what the process that you are bringing your people through locally in your community. Does that make sense? You're giving value, you're serving, they're developing a relationship with you right? Maybe eight weeks ago, you thought, man, she's just a cute girl. She, probably, she doesn't have any brains. But then you're like, well, she's actually smart too. Okay. And she's funny. I like her, right? That's the whole, or not. Or you're like, yeah, she drives me crazy. I'm not going to that Wednesday call anymore. Either, <laughs> just for shaking his head, either one of those is totally fine, right? The idea is, is that when you start creating content and giving people useful information and serving and not selling, you attract people that are like-minded that want to work with you and you detract the ones that don't. Make sense? Okay, we've got 20 minutes now, and now it is questions time. Because I really want you to understand, being interactive is a huge part of learning, right? Being hey, interactive, yes. You say your book, you send out the, the pages, like the content is exactly the same, the only difference is the cover? Yep. That's what you said? That's cool. Yeah, and we're also doing what one, I'm, I'm, this, this was written by a New York Times bestselling editor and myself. So this book is not like a, you can buy books like this online where they're kind of cheesy, but I would never put my name on one of those books because they're just like, you know, the traditional kind. This is really all about digital marketing and, you know, utilizing social media and video and engagements and all that. But we're also doing one that, like that with divorce, right? So we're going to do the same book. We're going to add a few chapters in divorce on it. I'm meeting with my um, editor to help me with that. And she's meeting with a couple of divorce specialists. And then, so, and then we're going to continue to do this like with, you know, probate and different types of ones. We're just going to do one book at a time. So then I can, I could, my, my niche, you know, could be going after people that are going through divorce because 50% of people divorce and most people that are divorcing have a house. So the odds of, you know, doing that is pretty, pretty good. Then we can also target attorneys and, and lawyers and uh, counselors and all those different types of things. Mm -hmm. Hey, Krista, I have a question about your book. Yes. Um, you, you said that, that you changed only the cover, but there's so many, like down in Texas, we have so many different neighborhoods that have different things with them. Like one spring trails has this weird transfer fee with their HOA, or we have another neighborhood that, you know, is on septic and well and not restricted. Like there's just different information to know about each neighborhood. So when you're, do you, do you change a or add a chapter or anything for specific neighborhoods? I, I that would be really hard if you would do what I would say is make it more general. And, and it, it talks about that in here, like disclosures and neighborhoods and how things are different. So there's that there's a there's a section in that so that it's very specific, but not if that makes sense. So you touch on the overall topic, but you don't you don't say, oh, in this neighborhood, you, when you get there, it's like these are the questions that you should ask. Right. Let me show oh. you guys. Does it make sense? So it's kind of yeah, like a, a good example of, of that. To, sh to give you, here's an example. So let me show you something else. Whoa. My thing sometimes gets a little bit weird. So uh, I had it up to you. More questions. So I'm going to, I'm going to speak directly to what you just talked about. Okay. So you can, you can see what, what I mean. I'll give you an example of it that, that will, will um, kind of, I think, make it easier for you to understand. Okay. All right, so here's a good example 
Um, first of all, everything you see, you can make a video on any of these topics. Okay. And um, so like this is this is an example of of something that we send prior to showing up to an appointment. Now, you know, notice that we don't, it talks about disclosures, you know, what to disclose, timelines, HOAs, you know, uh, mold, pool, title, escrow utilities, but it doesn't talk specifically in each, in each, you know, every city is different, right? Like what you disclose in is different, type of home is different. There's so many different disclosures, like it's like a lot can, can go there. This is kind of meant to sort of confuse somebody if that makes sense. So, um, and these are the type of topics too that you would have if you were writing in the book, like our, our titles are. And also just so that you understand each one of these, each one of these chapters in here could be a, a lead magnet, right? Like each, each and every single one of the chapters could be a lead magnet in that book. Okay. That's an, a great example of a lead magnet, but you don't have to be so specific, but you want the title to speak to somebody's name. Right. Like it'd be like selling when divorcing, how to keep your kids, you know, how to keep from killing each other or something like that. Right. Or selling with divorce, how to how to divorce, how to divorce friendly when selling. Do, okay. do you keep it at all related to real estate or this is, sounds like topics completely off of the real estate as a business? What what what, what do you mean, Ken? Well, um, you had to keep your kids from killing each other during COVID. Well, that doesn't really relate to real estate. So you just, you just, you, you're just getting your face out there. So if they, uh, there's anything they're interested in initially as a top, at the top of the funnel, then you pull it into a real estate related topic, like how to increase the value of your house by a thousand dollars for less than hundred dollars in one weekend. Yes, absolutely. So you can, okay. you can do both. You can, you can okay. start with real estate content. You should always mix in real estate and non-real estate because everyone's not always wanting or ready to sell. So if they're not ready to sell, they're not going to click, right? They're not going to give you their information. Your job is to get people's information off of these platforms and onto your own because you don't own the contact information on Facebook. If Facebook goes away, everything goes away. You don't own, you know, the, the leads on Instagram or LinkedIn, right? But if you can get their contact information by offering something of value, what happens when you do that is, is that now you've given them something of value now you have their contact information. You don't own those platforms, but you own your list. Okay. And remember, every single lead that you have, it's, it's just a matter of when they're not if, but when they're going to become a buyer or seller or when they know somebody who's going to be becoming a buyer or seller. So now when they start getting information from you, then they see you at other times and it clicks. Oh, that's that. They're in real estate too, right? They're in real estate. Mm -hmm. Especially like um, if you're niching, at, if you're going after a certain type, niche, certain specific type of niche, you want to create a lot of content regarding around that niche, right? To offer a lot of value. So, for example, if you were going to, if you were going through, wanted to be a divorce specialist, right? So I got my divorce specialist certifications, especially specifically because of COVID. Okay, um, knowing that there's probably going to be more divorces because people are home more and they're fighting and all that good stuff. So creating content around divorce with just giving useful tips and tricks. And then, then they, then adding something small at the end about being in real estate, right? Any, for any real estate buying or selling needs, just feel free to reach out to me. Okay. Is, giving is them, the, go ahead. Is the top, is it, is, okay. So the top of the funnel of videos, is that a constant stream of stuff that you put out or is there like a certain series that you put out and then replay it later on or, or is yeah, how's we're, that? We're constantly putting out just tons of content all the time. Because remember, you never know if somebody's cold, warm, or hot. You never know what phase of the funnel they're going into. You don't know if they're okay. thinking about selling, if they're comparing or contrasting, they're ready to make a decision, if they have no idea they even can buy or sell or even want to, 
right? So you've got to make sure that you're constantly putting out different types of content and then you're targeting based upon who's watching or who's clicking. So if somebody's watching videos specifically on credit repair, they're probably a buyer and they, they need, they're, they're not, you know, so then you give them more information on credit repair. You, does that make sense? And, but then you still do top, top of funnel type of content because you want to commit to consistently producing content correctly so you can make a connection and convert more buyers and sellers, right? And then you're reaching everybody. Make sense? So it's like reaching everyone, bringing them down going, going, uh, uh, going deep and then going wide and then kind of changing the strategy all the time. Sometimes you want everyone to see you. Sometimes you want specific people to see you. Okay. You were there when I did that. Um, did I do it with you guys? I get confused when I teach sometimes, but did I do that thing where we talked about, um, cold, warm and hot and the type of content? I don't think I do it with this group. I, I can do that with this group. It'll probably be a good training to do. Um, talking about different types of content to, to create based upon cold, warm or hot leads. No. Hi, Krista. Hi. Hi, Chris. I have a question. So with putting out real estate related content, whether it's generic, like a guide for the community on dating, you're very limited in terms of targeting. So what do you do? Like it's, it's strictly, you know, geographic because it's real estate with, okay, so with but, the but laws and regulations. So, you, but that's not the case when you're, you don't have to do the special ads category when you're doing something about dating and the community. Right. It's not a special ad. Yeah. It's not a special ad category. So if you're not talking real estate, you can reach the masses. Wow. Mm. And my other question is, how do you know who's watching? So when you create ads on Facebook, when you're creating ads on Facebook, that's why you don't ever just want to boost because boosting you does not do anywhere near what it can when you actually create ads for your ads manager account. You can actually see who's watching. You can see how much they're watching. You can see who's watched the entire video right? It's called through play. And it's like, if somebody's watching an entire video on credit repair or on selling or on buying, they're probably thinking about selling, buying, or they need, they need to fix their credit, right? Then you continue to target. That's why when I showed you Paul and Kim, how they were able to get, you know, someone to say, Hey, I want to, what's my home worth? Because they started with content related to selling, right? So content about selling. And then after, after they, they do the, what's my home worth ad, then now they're sending like testimonial type videos. And then they're sending more information like market updates to position themselves as the expert. It doesn't just stop there. So when so you target who, properly through Facebook, you can see exactly who's watching and, and, and you can target, you can create lookalike audiences, you can retarget. Okay. That's what's so powerful about marketing digitally online. Or you can do an open house. <laughs> In order right. to get results that you can work with, what would you say is an effective budget to begin to distribute your content? So I like to do, so, you know, I like to do, and I have to go like really quickly here, but I like to do um, every video that I produce, I do a $200 budget at least on it, but it depends upon how, you know, I mean, it's, I ask people, how quickly do you want, how many people do you want to reach? How quickly do you want to make an impact? Right. The more, the more money you spend, the more quickly you're going to make an impact, the bigger your reach is going to be. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But spending like a dollar or two a day is not going to get you anywhere. All right, everyone. Good job. Okay. So I got to go, but I have a training right now. So I need to hang. I need to go, but good job. Good job. Good job. I want you to start retraining your thinking regarding, um, regarding, uh, marketing. Okay. We need to start thinking like more digital. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.